Welcome, everybody. This is Paul with the Discover It podcast. This week, we're going to be talking about the anatomy of it. Where does it come from? How was it created? You know, from conception throughout your whole life, and since it's begun, you have been imprisoned with this so-called IT, the acronym that I created to represent internal thoughts. Every second, every hour, every day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, you have been imprisoned with this internal thoughts, recording everything that you think, do, and, and behave. It's like a computer or a video recorder. Imagine all the different things that happen to you, such as negative input, abuse, emotional or physical pain, and many, many others. People showing anger to you, you feeling anger yourself, anxiety, depression. How did this it affect you in your life, and what did you do about it once you decided to get on some sort of journey of self-discovery? Jody, throughout your life, before you even know that it existed, how did it affect you in your life? I think like you talked about, it plays a big part in everything as you're learning and as you're kind of creating this it based on, we talked about that past program conditioning. I never realized how impactful things and experiences that we go through are in how we are developed and how we respond to things in the future. So before discovering it, I was kind of just on a, I guess, a, just kind of doing the same thing over and over, uh, repeating the same things. Um, I didn't really understand, like, that it existed and that it actually plays a big part in that. So once I found out about it and started looking into that and started to be able to see how all that past programming and things like that have played a part in my current day decisions, then I was able to take a look at it, take a step back, and start to reflect more on, is this something I'm doing just because it's the way I've always done it, or is this something I want to change and be proactive and do something different? Thanks, Paul. You're welcome. Thank you. Ray, you online? Yeah, I'm here. Same question. All of your life, how has it, this internal thoughts, affected you in your life before and or after you found and discovered it? Yeah, pretty much like the same as Jody said, that uh, not being aware of these habitual behaviors, you know, that we keep repeating. Um, that was the way it affected me the most is not being able to simplify 
the idea um, and to be proactive about it because I think I felt, or most of us, you know, uh, to some extent deal with that. We all call it our, our worst, we're our own worst enemy, you know, so we deal with that force. But I think putting it into this, you know, philosophy allowed me to see it a little more clearly as like a thing, you know, to focus on. Whereas before, without any way to identify it, you know, and to work through these things, you know, through that concept, it was like, you know, like Jody said, a, a constant repeating of the same behaviors, uh, not really knowing where they're coming from or understanding it, and actually just, you know, again, simplifying the idea that we're like a tape recorder. You know, a lot of the inputs um, from our environments and through society, you know, societal programming, um, all these different elements that, you know, pump into us and then we are just, you know, projecting them outward and, you know, looking at it this way just allows me to kind of structure the the growth, you know. And since then, and through, through structuring that growth and uh, step by step, I've changed, you know, many areas in my life, um, pretty much every area. And... I'm in a continu- continual state of progression. You know, it's like uh, getting on to a, a ride or, or, you know, plugging into a program where then through that program you can deal with everything in your life, uh, both what you struggle with and both what you're trying to achieve. And, yeah, I guess the achievements to date through working things uh, in a systematic way there are just too many to list. Thank you, Ray. What would you say, since you discovered it, would be one of the most prominent things that uh, you've discovered about this journey of self-discovery that you could have never imagined before prior to the past eight or nine years? Since discovering it, I'd say the biggest thing, and it's kind of abstract, is probably like balance. Um, being able to achieve a level of balance in, in so many areas, I think, have led to the you know particular achievements, and then being able to manage, you know, that and navigate that. One of the biggest things, I think, just the way I go about you know my day and. Uh, a lot of things that I once wish I did more of or, you know, wish I was able to do are now, like, normal. And I'm just thinking of new things to, to add to that or to, you know, new ways to progress. And I think that, that balance in my life, you know, being able to approach the day and to approach those goals in a way that's uh, effective, you know, and continuing to progress it's uh, uh, like a lot of things that I would read in self-help books. They're just normal to me now, you know, like uh, always looking for something to, to learn or to be better at. 
every day, like people say, you know, every day just being a little bit, getting a little bit better, learning a little bit more, trying a little bit harder. It's things that people look forward to doing, you know, they, they wish they could get that mindset or like with saving money and learning to invest that money wisely. It's a lot. It's usually an idea. It's like traveling the world. People would like to, you know, and when you actually say, I, I need to get, I need to do that, you know, more often or save money. I need to save more. Those things are just, you know, normal to me. And I think that, approach or to be in that mind state and that to have that level of balance to my approach to things is the greatest achievement um, aside from the achievements themselves you know I think because a lot of it is built on that when you were 24 years old Ray could you imagine the life that you would have as of today nine, ten years ago? No. I don't think so at all. It, like, um, it was it was chaos in my head at that time, you know, as far as going back to the, uh, similar to the vocabulary in that video you sent, you know, understanding words, increasing your vision. It clicked when he said that because um, just like our physical eyeballs are necessary for the perception we have of our environment, our surroundings, the way that we not only can understand those things in our environment, but also can express those things are two very major parts of our experience. So to learn and understand more just, uh, you know, makes all the difference in the world. And, And at 24, I just hadn't learned or understood enough for my vision to become as clear, at least as it is today. And, and therefore, I couldn't, I couldn't see much. You know, all I could do was feel the pain and the chaos and the, you know, turmoil. But I couldn't really see, in any way, what I can see today. You know, so I couldn't imagine it. And I remember you said that many times. You know, you go through many phases and many evolutions that you can only think of, you know, and try to idealize, but you can never really experience it or understand it or fathom it the way that it will be once you get there. And so that many, many, many years later, I can attest to being true, you know. And I've seen it several times. I've, I have gone through sev- several phases where I've had that epiphany. And so I, I think that's interesting about life, too. It's kind of like patterns and side of patterns, you know. That's one pattern that no matter how many levels you evolve from or through, it still has that same kind of character of a total mindset shift that you can't really, and I, I, not to make it, take it completely off subject, but about crypto, uh, very similar to Internet, big major shifts in the structure of our, you know, world, you can't really fathom a lot of times uh, so early how much it will affect our world 20, 30, 40, 50 years from now. So just like the Internet when it came out, I mean, our world is radically different. Some could say for the worse, some say for the better, but a lot of 
things like that, topics like that. I think both are very true. You know, we're living in rough times and we have areas of our experience that are very uh, challenging, but just in the same breath we have miracles that weren't available or uh, possible 100 years ago. So I think one of those kind of take the good with the bad, but I just think that, uh, you know, it's it's good to to learn about these things and to be able to put that understanding to use, you know, in your own life and to be able to develop into the person you want to be and, you know, live the life that you want to live. So, For some of the um, participants out here listening, based upon what you've gone through for the past nine, ten years, what type of uh, comments would you give to encourage others to get on a journey of self-discovery with the Discover It method? I would say, um, you know, like with with anything, uh, one of the biggest, I think, realizations that led to a lot of the development I was able to achieve was that for one, you don't you don't make much progress until you do a thing, uh, whatever that is. And so with self-development, you know, the core understanding being, you know, taking your life from somewhere that you're not comfortable or happy with towards something, a better future for yourself. And uh, that's not going to happen until you start doing it. And it, it, it does help to have guidance. It does help to have a system or of understanding or uh, an approach, especially with psychological background and, and things like that, that will help guide you down that path. But no matter what approach, you've gotta, you just got to do it, you know. And I think I had that understanding you know, prior to meeting Paul, it, it's just that it it can take a lot longer when you're trying to figure it out on your own. So, um, and if at all, sometimes just because I think it's like those various levels and phases. Uh, it, it takes a lot of energy to get to a lot of focused energy, and most people when they're t- trying to change, they're just unable to focus that energy because without understanding from the next level or paradigm shift in, in thinking or mindset, you, you just don't know where to focus that energy. So you try your heart out, you know, and it just, if you're lucky, you hit 5 to 10% of the time, you miss the, the, the other 90. So with those odds, you know, some people never make it to another level of development or evolution in their life, which opens up you know, more doors to different experiences, different opportunities. And so to just, when when it comes to something like this, and if you're hearing anything that is registering with you, to, to just keep one thing in mind is that with this, which is the foundation of all the things that you want to accomplish, as well as, and that's another one of those patterns that re- repeat within the pattern is that, or as above, like, you know, or uh, so below is that, the individual achievements, you have to apply that same uh, idea, and that that took me a lot to learn myself. But um, 
that realization I would like to pass on or I would pass on is that, you know, you have to, a lot of times we try to prepare ourselves to do a thing so that we can do it. And a lot of times the, the doing it is what prepares you to be better, you know, and sometimes you have to sacrifice being horrible at it the first time, you know, and the same with self-development is you're going to, it sucks, you know, as far as how it feels, uh, just like anything, going to the gym sucks, you know, when you're trying to wrestle yourself out of your routine of watching Netflix and hanging out, you know. So um, I would just say that. Thank you very much, Ray. Appreciate your uh, uh, input and uh, over the you know past years that you've been on the journey of self-discovery. No problem. Thank you. Miss Emily, you're online? Yes, I am. You're one of the uh, newest clients that we got online today. Name a few things in your past life prior to discovering it that uh, how it affected you in a negative way. Oh, well, you know, from growing up, I grew up in a family that um, my uh, it was my stepfather was a bad alcoholic, and uh, him and my mother fought a lot. There was a lot of abuse going on there. There was some sexual abuse and um, things, I guess, that I, affected me in a negative way because I grew up, you'd think that'd be the opposite thing that you would get into, that you grow up and get into that to the same things that you was tormented by, and you feel that you're really not worthy of anything better. This is all you've known all your life. You don't think you deserve for somebody to treat you nice, talk to you nice, uh, respect you. So then you don't respect yourself. So that's affected me in that negative way. And it's a lot of times you have to learn and to uh, stop feeling guilty for the things that I've done and to let things go, but the past is the past. To move on when something's been done, it's been done. You can't, you can't change it. You can only work on the future. And to be a more positive person and to not let these, the past history of way you was raised and where you lived your life and where you've you done to continue to dictate your future or you're still just going to be in this vicious circle going round and round and round. You're never going to improve or... Uh, progress or do things different you get stuck in a rut where this is all you're used to and like boy if I don't go up here over here to this uh this group or this gathering that I go to every week what am I going to do you know oh my god it's the fear of the unknown you know I'm so used to a creature of habit so used to doing the things that you're doing that's what you're used to and you've got to break out of that bad habits because there's Really, it's really just um, people that don't even care for you, not your true friends, but somebody to hang with. So you really need to start focusing on yourself, try to heal yourself, make better choices so that I can assist someone that is in my um, care to make better choices. That's it. Thanks for sharing. I mean, thank you. <laughs> Thank you for sharing, and uh, appreciate it. Miss Debbie, you online? I sure am. Do you know Can what you hear I me? mean by what I, 
I sure can. Do you know what I mean by when I say reactive mind? Well, I would say that um, whatever you've got in front of you, um, you're reacting to it. Is that what you so meant? Data, exactly. Data in, information in, whether it's uh, abuse, someone uh, talking to you in a negative way, no matter what it is, whatever that information, that data that, that you are exposed to throughout your whole life, it will return in your thoughts, feelings, and, and behavior. What would you say has been, in your life, one of the most devastating things that you had to deal with through this, it, and the way it has affected you? Um, I think the biggest thing that I've had to deal with, um, I had a very critical mom. uh, And... One of the things that I've learned through this information, through the Discover It method, was that because of that, I have a tremendous fear of failure. You know, the funny thing is, I always thought I was destined for something amazing, that I was going to accomplish something really incredible. And, you know, earlier, Jody and Ray both were talking about self-help books. I think I've read every self-help book there is you know, and how to get better and how to do this and how to do your finances and and how to set goals and all those different things. But it, it the way it happened for me is, you know, I would read these books, but I never really applied them. And one of the things that I've gotten really clear on um, over the last couple of weeks is this fear of failure. Now, if you ask me, I would never say I had a fear of failure. I would never say that. But, you know, one of the things that you've always said to me is actions don't lie. And um, and my behavior, you know, it's, it's very interesting because um, I think I'm doing all these things to make the goal. And then somewhere along the line, I just stop. Now, if you ask me, I would say, oh, I just wasn't interested in that anymore. It, it didn't excite me the way it did in the beginning. You know, but it wasn't that it didn't excite me. It's that somewhere along the line, I let my it talk me out of it, you know, because I'd start thinking, gosh, you know, maybe that is too much to do. Maybe, maybe I set up the wrong goal. And so I, be, I found in my life that I'm a terrible procrastinator um, and and reading all the books I, I could pr- probably recite them to you practically because I've read several of them over and over and over again but it's not about reading it and having the knowledge it's about implementing it and implementing it um, is is where my it was kind of jumping in there and and causing me to make a different decision you know, now that now that I've been involved with the discoverant method, you know, now when I reach that point, I'm able to summon up the power of choice. You know, I realize that I have a choice in this matter. I can either listen to what, you know, my it is saying, um, or 
I can be proactive. I, you know, I, I've learned to identify. I've learned to confront. And I've learned that I have a choice and can be proactive and do something different with my life, just like Ray was saying. You know, you don't, you're not set in the, in the, in, in the mold you thought you were. You know, I reached a point prior to the Discovery Method where I actually started thinking maybe I was wrong about what I thought about myself. Maybe I wasn't destined for something really magnanimous. You know, but finding out that I had this fear of failure, which, like I said again, um, if you had asked me, I never would have said that. I'd be, no, I'm running toward it. You know, I'm, I'm not afraid of it. I'm running toward it. I'm doing everything I can. But that's not, the results were never coming out. And I think since, since um, I've been with you now, it's been a year now, I'm starting to see more and more places where I come to that crossroads and I know I have a choice. I can either be the person I was or, you know, keep, decide to make another choice. And that has been tremendous to me. That has caused my life to be, to shift in a really wonderful way. You know, I've, I, I find myself calmer and happier and more grounded about any decision I make because I'm not afraid anymore. Very good, Debbie. Really appreciate your... Welcome. Uh, in- Absolutely. Jody, Ray, Emily, Debbie, really want to uh, thank you very much for all of your input and your your concept of your journey of discovering it um we will meet here next thursday night at 7 30 invite your friends relatives and we will see you next week at 7 30 thank you very much now bye-bye